want it to be like an interactive conversation, and I think the audiobook is as close as I can get to that. I've been doing this for four hours, and my throat hurts, and I never want to hear myself speak again, so I'm very impressed by people who do this regularly. I've been listening to more audio lately, and I appreciate it being from the author. Like, as a reader, I really appreciate that, and I get more out of it when it is. Welcome to This is the Author, where authors talk about narrating their audiobooks. In this episode, meet CEO, co-owner, and chief creative officer of Elite World Group, Julia Hart, head of communications and content at Humu, Liz Fosline, and author and advisor, Daniel Coyle. Tune in to hear how each author's personal experiences shaped and inspired their audiobooks. Enjoy. Hi, this is Julia Hart, author of Brazen, my unorthodox journey from long sleeves to lingerie. I wrote my book because I truly believe and hope that my story and my path to freedom can help inspire others and help people achieve their version of freedom and begin their journey to what they dream of and desire. If I had to describe what it was like to record my audiobook in one word, that word would be cathartic. Because hearing myself say my story out loud, it really crystallized how much I've gone through, how much I've achieved. And reading it, listening to it, it gave me this feeling of inner calm and peace. Like, wow, I've been through a lot and I'm still standing, so that's not a bad thing. (laughs) I realized I had trouble pronouncing beatifically. I kind of said beautifully like five times, and then I finally corrected it and got it right. I'm really excited for listeners to hear my story in my own voice. Like, honestly, there's this huge part of me that wants to walk and sit with someone as they're reading my book because I want to see their expressions when they're reading it. I want them to hear my voice. I want it to be like an interactive conversation, and I think the audiobook is as close as I can get to that. If I wasn't going to record my audiobook, I would cast Audrey Hepburn. To me, she is the quintessence of elegance and poise and fashion. And I love the fact that in her later years, she worked for UNICEF with children. She took her fame and used it to help make the world a better place. And that's my dream. That's my goal. My favorite place to read is literally anywhere. Books saved my life. They were my connection to the outside world. They took me out of my own small existence and showed me how vast and wonderful and extraordinary the world outside was. I will never, ever be able to express the gratitude I have for all those authors that brought me into the world. And now, listen to a clip from my audiobook. I'm already covered from head to toe and I'm 11 years old, and I look so happy with my arms around her. It's a bittersweet memory. And so my real life began. All these memories from my very young childhood and everything pre-Muncie were locked deep inside my mind 
only taken out in times of severe pain and stress when I couldn't control my thoughts, and they wandered back to Ricky Drive and a different life. Hi, this is Liz Fosslane, co-author with Molly West Duffy and illustrator of Big Feelings, How to Be Okay When Things Are Not Okay. Molly and I wrote the book because we both had written a book called No Hard Feelings that looked at how emotions affect work. And then basically the moment that book came out went through these really, really difficult life experiences that made it clear that emotions are not just at work or just at home. They affect us everywhere we are. So this book, Big Feelings, is really about us trying to better understand how to navigate challenging times and emerge from them with a newfound sense of meaning. If I had to describe what it was like to record my audiobook in one word, that word would be empathy-inducing. Being a voice actor or artist is so hard. (laughs) I've been doing this for four hours and my throat hurts and I never want to hear myself speak again. So I'm very impressed by people who do this regularly. I realized I had trouble pronouncing a lot of words. (laughs) I would say the one that sticks out was processes. I still don't know what it is. Don't know. Processes. (laughs) But I think it kind of highlights for me, my parents are both immigrants and I was also a huge bookworm growing up, so there's a lot of words that either they've mispronounced or that I've only read and never heard pronounced. And so I think, yeah, this was a nice insight into like, oh, that's how I've been saying it in my head wrong all this time. I'm excited for listeners to hear some of the personal stories that Molly and I share in Big Feelings, both our own, and then I really felt... It was magical to talk to so many people that opened up and were vulnerable with us. I'm really hoping that Big Feelings just helps people feel not so alone. I think we all go through really challenging times, and often we don't feel like we can share them, and then that leaves us feeling isolated and even worse. And so hopefully, even if it's in a small way, through the stories that Molly and I share or the stories that others were willing to share with us that we include in the book, people feel like there is a path forward and things can get better even if they seem really hard in the moment. If I wasn't going to record my audiobook, I would cast Barack Obama because I think the book deals with really difficult things and I just find his voice so soothing. So I think it would be just comforting to hear, and then also cool to hear someone who had been in such a position of power still is talk through some of these really challenging experiences. The last audiobook that I listened to that I loved was Where the Crawdads Sing, which is a fiction book. I listened to it in the car while I was commuting, and it made my commute way better and go by much more quickly. I love listening to audiobooks all the time (laughs) while I'm cleaning, driving. I think anything that feels like a chore immediately gets better if you just have an engaging book in your headphones. And now, listen to a clip from our audiobook. To make sure you're not creating even more anxiety for yourself, we encourage you to also ask, is there evidence for my fear or am I making assumptions? What is the probability that my worst case materializes? What's the best case scenario? What's most likely to happen? <laughs>
Of course, sometimes a scariest scenario isn't outside the realm of reality, which brings us to the withins and the beyonds. Hi, this is Daniel Coyle. I'm the author of The Culture Playbook. I guess I got into this world, if I go all the way back, I got in this world because I was born in this family of brothers where we did a lot of competition, and that led me to be really interested in individual talent. I wrote this book called The Talent Code that came out in 2009, and for that I visited all of these talent hotbeds around the world, like this Russian tennis camp that has produced more top 25 women players than the whole United States, actually, or chess or art or dance. And that book was about individual talent, but it kind of led me to the next mystery, which is what's going on with groups? I mean, you walk into certain schools, certain families, certain locker rooms, certain businesses, and it feels different. It feels better and they're more connected and they act like a big group brain. So I started collecting examples of what groups are doing, the actions they're taking to create those moments of cohesion and purpose and trust and belonging. And the file grew and grew until it grew into this playbook. And so that's what the book is. It's these 60 actions that are sort of taken, stolen, borrowed from places like the Navy SEALs and IDEO and Zappos and even a Serbian gang of jewel thieves, all of these different really high-performing organizations and taking them so that people can use them. Because culture looks like magic, but it's really not magic. It's something that you build. If I had to describe what it was like to record my audiobook in one word, I think that word would be fun. I mean, it was... Shorter than I thought. I sort of came in thinking it was going to be all day, maybe a couple days, and it kind of flew past. And there's kind of a flow that you get into where you're sort of telling the story of the book. I guess I had never read the book aloud, you know, and I'd read it in my head a million times. But when you're actually saying the words aloud, they have different weight and rhythm and impact. And I kind of enjoyed that. So, like, it made me see the book in a new way. I never had any idea that I said conversation with 10 Zs in it. That may be, in fact, how it's spelled, but apparently you're supposed to have an S sound in it. I'm officially registering a protest to the dictionary, to Merriam-Webster, to see if I can get my pronunciation approved. But until then, I provided multiple pronunciations of that word for this recording. I wanted to record this book because it was just a life experience that I had never had. And my friend, I had some friends that did it and they were like, yeah, it's kind of fun. And, and I guess I've been listening to more audio lately and I appreciate it being from the author. Like as a reader, I really appreciate that. And I get more out of it when it is. And so I wanted to give, I guess, you know, my readers slash listener that experience. I don't know enough to be proud of it because I haven't done this before. And I know I'm, this is my eighth book, but It's my first one that I've narrated, and so I'm going to wait to be proud until I get some, like, feedback. I, you know, I think the proof will be in the pudding. If I wasn't going to read the audiobook, my dream narrator beyond any shadow of a doubt, I got to go with Jim Dale. I mean, I've got kids that were born in the 90s, and so I think that would be the coolest. The last audiobook that I listened to that I loved was... A strange book by Susanna Clark called Piranesi. I had read it. It's like this weird fictional tale. She's an amazing writer, a wonderful fiction writer. It was really cool to hear it too. They're just such different experiences. 
like a lot of people in this, my favorite place to listen to audiobooks would be a long road trip in the car. It just sort of goes with the scenery and it makes the time fly so much that you kind of sometimes don't want to get out of the car. And now check out a clip from my audiobook. You feel at the instant you enter a strong culture, that warm sense of cohesion, the shared willingness to speak up, the whole group thinking and feeling as one entity. We usually describe this phenomenon as group chemistry and tend to regard it as mysterious and accidental. But in fact, science has shown that group chemistry, or to use the more accurate term, psychological safety, is not mysterious at all. This is the Author is a production of Penguin Random House Audio. Thank you for listening. For more behind-the-mic content and audiobook recommendations, visit www.penguinrandomhouseaudio.com slash next listen.